0: Hello ladies and gents, welcome to Dear World, Love, Delilah, the quotable podcast with me, Darcy Lee, a moment meant to motivate, inspire, and empower, and I am super glad that you're here. So, if you're joining me because you need the occasional reminder of your pure badassery or innate awesomeness, if you need help silencing that inner critic, getting through a tough day, want to be a part of a community of people who are dedicated to suiting up and showing up fully for their lives or if you just want to be able to at the end of it all say i did all i wanted to do with this life i put it all on the table i lived this life as fully and authentically and courageously as i could then welcome because you my friend are in the right place every week i will come here with something fun fantastic and authentic for you whether it be amazing people some of whom you've heard of because they are amazing out loud and some that you need to hear of because they're remarkable gifts are too good to keep behind the curtain any longer. We may also discuss an incredible book or share a beautiful idea that will help you truly live the life that you want to live. Together, we will meet, we will dream, we will learn, and we will laugh. Together, we will take this life by the horns and we will live it until the living is done. So, my fellow rock stars, are you ready for an adventure? Here's to the journey. I am really excited. Let's do this. Dear world, I'm sending you all the warmth and light. Love, Delilah. If your dreams don't scare you, they are not big enough. So the other day I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts called Earn Your Happy with Lori Harder. If you haven't heard of it, it is definitely worth checking out. Um, It is fun, it's refreshing, down to earth, pretty authentic, and I just love that. I love that um, she is vulnerable uh, because I feel like that's what the world needs. And I first heard her on one of my other favorite podcasts called Don't Keep Your Day Job with Kathy Heller. Um, It was an interview and Lori was a guest. And one thing that I'm learning very quickly about the podcast world is that it is so big and so small at the same time. I started with one, and it has just snowballed into like 80,000 podcasts, Um, and a lot of them are introducing me to new podcasts. I have met, and met, I say with air quotes, because no, I haven't met Kathy or Lori, Um, but I've sort of met so many different freaking phenomenal people, so many cool, unique, fun, interesting, and inspiring people through the podcasts that I listen to, which is of course part of why I'm here with you, right? And it's part of what I wanna to give to you. And I am blown away daily by this. So so anyway, in this particular episode, and I will include the link to the episode in my show notes uh, and some information about it. But in this particular episode of Earn Your Happy, Lori was interviewing a woman named Shelly Salate uh, who has her own podcast and with her best friend, named Nancy I'm gonna have to look up the details check the show notes they will be there but Shelley and Nancy uh, and the name of their podcast is This Is 50. Do you see like the lovely rabbit hole that awaits you? It rocks it's so awesome but what inspired me to even check out their podcast was this incredible interview that Lori did with Sherry. I say it was incredible because I could feel her energy through the mic. Like how often does that happen have you ever met someone like that their energy is so warm and so cool at the same time uh authentic and almost a little intimidating but someone like you want to be around but you're scared to be around at the same time because you know you know that they are a no nonsense type of person and uh you know it's almost like you think they're too cool for you, but you know that they're so cool that they're not too cool for you. (laughs) She was able to just put all of that, you know, uh, through a microphone and it was super, super cool. Um, So I was listening to this podcast and she provided so many gems, so many warm and fuzzies about joy and happiness, about higher vibrations and, and really just about being fully present in the joy of this life, about focusing on the miracles, uh, so many gems. So there's this one, though, that stood out to me. And it obviously stood out to Lori, because it was actually sort of the subtitle of the episode. uh, And I just kind of wanted to leave it here with you. uh, And and then maybe expand upon it. But she was talking about the necessity of dreaming. uh, And not that it's just okay or that dreaming is allowed or even that dreaming is under underrated um, but necessary that dreaming is one of our highest states uh, that you're supposed to live your dream life and ah it just it made me think of this quote which has always been one of my favorites again why i just love quotes so much uh they touch my soul they in my opinion are the personification of human connection wait that's kind of a big statement um let me think about it for a sec yeah yeah i think i'm gonna stand with that for now i think you know i'll think on a bit more but i always think on everything more (laughs) for now though yeah i'm gonna go as far as to say that like they are the essence or the manifestation of the essence of the human connection um And of the fact that, again, we are made of the same stuff. That we are far more similar than we are different. That focusing on our differences is what divides us. And that is perhaps why we are so torn between being our unique and authentic selves and fitting in. Not realizing, not being taught, or forgetting that we are perfectly able and meant to be and do both. Um, because there is no out in love. There's no exclusion in love. Um, The only out, the only time that we are not fitting in is when we or those around us have lost track or forgotten who they are or who we are. And then, yeah, so it's all so big. (laughs) It's all so big and beautiful and complex and simple at the same time, mind being blown, seriously. Uh, but I digress, again. <laughs> I have a feeling that you can make a pod- my podcast into a drinking game if you want. To get together with some of your besties, pour some wine or some kick-ass whiskey, take a drink every time I go down a rabbit hole or actually use the words, I digress. <laughs> uh, I can't drink, you know, being a recovering alcoholic and all, but it would be a fun game and I would live vicariously through you if you made it one. <laughs> anyway where was I see drink <laughs> okay so the quote that the interview with Sherry Salada brought up for me in like this indirect but magical way is is this don't ask what the world needs ask what makes you come alive and go do it because what the world needs is people who have come alive Okay, I have to say that again. I understand that you may not connect with this quote um, the way I do, or with the same level of intensity, right? I get that. For me, this is it. This almost entirely sums up what I have struggled with my whole life. Uh, I've always had this desire to be of service, to help people. I've always known that that this is where my gifts and my talents lie. Um, but I've also always, my whole life, struggled with or perhaps confused by the true nature of service. And of course, having at some point in my childhood bought into that misunderstood or warped assumption that self-care, self-love, self-realization, or healthy boundaries uh, are all bad things, that taking care of oneself was selfish, right? Let me ask, have you ever felt that way? Or were you taught that, that taking care of you uh, oh, ooh, this is the best one, that if you're taking care of you through giving the answer no, <laughs> like was selfish, you know, or terrible. Um, you know, sometimes taking care of you and saying yes when it was inconvenient for someone else would be selfish. So hang in there with me, okay? Don't, don't drink just yet, I have not quite digressed. Uh, do you travel? I love to travel and I'm lucky enough that I get the opportunity uh, pretty frequently I dig plane rides and hotel rooms so hard. <laughs> anyway, before the plane takes off, one or more of the flight attendants has to stand up and give their spiel about how flight safety and, you know, all these things. And one of the things they talk about is um, in the case of an emergency, you know, in the case that plane starts uh, hopping and a jumping, and the cabin loses pressure and the pilot and everyone else thinks that the plane is about to go down like a hunk of metal wood which has never happened to me, by the way, just so you know. Never. Um, But apparently, as I've been told, and like in the movies, masks magically drop down from the ceiling, right? All right, travelers, I'm going to have a Dora the Explorer moment. On the count of three, I want you all to say aloud what we are supposed to do when those masks fall. One, two, three exactly great job we're supposed to put them on ourselves before assisting the person next to us with theirs right right well how many of you like me used to think or still think even that that's selfish <laughs> seriously if that thought has ever crossed your mind um that it was rude or selfish or like ungiving to help yourself before you help the person next to you uh, If it has ever crossed your mind, you are amongst good company. Now, if it has never crossed your mind um, and it was not absent only because the thought, screw them, I'm getting my mask first. (laughs) It's not my problem. Fill that space. Then you are probably pretty well adjusted and were maybe taught healthy boundaries uh, well before I was. Because the first time I ever heard that, I thought it was selfish. I thought it was not service. I thought that, if I had hated that advice, it would make me a coward um, or unkind. I did not realize, and it was so cool when I understood, that to take care of me first actually put me in a position to be of the greatest possible service, right? Because if I put my mask on first, I'm getting the oxygen, the oxygen supply I need to keep me alive, awake, and alert so that I can help others with theirs. So if I have a child next to me, right, uh, and they can't reach the mask, or an adult who's frozen with fear, and their mask for some reason comes out of the compartment tangled up. Out of service, I try to help them fix their mask and put it on before mine, right? And I have a hard time fixing their mask, it's still tangled, I pass out. (laughs) I mean, what good did I do? None, right? Now we're both useless. We can't help people open the emergency doors in the case of a crash landing or we can't now at this point we're both passed out we can't help anyone deboard the plane right we would not be able to help calm people down or you know fix their life vests because we passed out and maybe even suffocated to death I'm not really sure how it works not a high five moment Um, but I put my mask on first and boom Okay, I'm awake, I'm alert, I'm alive. I can help my neighbor, my neighbor untangle his or her mask or the child, I can pull it down so they can reach it. Uh, maybe then I could even turn around and see if the, like, see if the people behind me need help or, or help the people in front of me, right? I don't know, I mean, I would like to think I'd be able to keep my head in such a situation, but I don't know for sure. Um, at the very least though, I wouldn't pass out and become useless. I would be able to do more, to be more. And boom, there's the most very basic of healthy boundaries and self-care, right? You can't pour from an empty cup. You can't help the person next to you if you're not in a position to help yourself. Let's take a breath for a second. That alone is something beautiful. But anyway, the podcast interview with Sherry the concept of us being, I don't know, like purposed to live our dream, to live our dream life, right? And then the quote that takes a very basic concept, i.e. the idea that we can't pour from empty cup, uh, put on your mask before assisting the person in the seat next to you, right? That quote takes a fundamental yet simple simple concept and makes it magical. Freaking magical! So. I'm gonna say it again, and I'm gonna say it so slowly because it speaks so deeply to the human the human condition of forgetfulness and to our mission here of remembering, okay? Are you ready? <laughs> Don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and do it. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. Howard Theron. The Goosebumps, do you have them? <laughs> If you don't, it's okay. Different things resonate with all of us differently on different frequencies, right? So I won't be silly about getting goosebumps, you know, all worked up over these three simple sentences, and you don't have to feel silly about, like, not getting worked up over these three simple sentences. (laughs) There's room for all of us. Um, But I do hope they resonate with you. And, uh, okay, that quote. So ask what makes you come alive and go do it, because the world... What it needs is people who have come alive. In other words, what the world needs more than anything else, more than anything this world needs for you to show up fully you. Like you are what the world needs. Yes, there's only one of you, only one ever, ever. And the world you were put here so that the only you that there is can give the world what only you can, right? I love this quote, because it's saying that, just that, you know, don't concern yourself with what you think the world needs. Don't let what you think or what others think the world needs be the focus. That will come. That will be made clear in the context of what you are meant to to offer it if you show up fully and in authentically and courageously you. By doing that, by doing the work, focusing on the work of becoming your best self, your most realized self, your most you self, right? With all the quirks and imperfections and curiosity and gifts and strengths and weaknesses and shortcomings. If you do the work of suiting up and showing up for your life to the best of your ability and as often as you can, then not only are you giving yourself the gift of a rich and fulfilled life, which is definitely one of the perks, but you are also then automatically giving the world what it needs. Because what it needs is you. It needs you. We need you, all of you. Even the stuff you're not so proud of, even the stuff that makes you feel unlovable sometimes. Right? Even the stuff that you're trying to change or improve upon, you, you are a piece of the puzzle, such an important piece. And the puzzle itself, what, what a beautiful, exciting, creative piece of art it is, right? But not without you, not without the you that you were created to be. Have I said you enough? Because I know I'm saying it a lot. <laughs> but part of that, right? Part of you becoming fully and authentically realized, um, the one that serves the world just in being, just in existing effusively, completely, or even just striving to do so. Part of that is living out the dreams you dream. And if you're not dreaming them, then start. Start now, this moment. Like, look, we're going to take five seconds for you to think about one thing that would be super awesome in your life. One thing that you think, oh, you know what would be awesome? And I'm gonna give you a moment to do that right now. Do it. Yeah. So I hope that felt good. Like what would be super awesome? Because dreams are the key to even knowing you like the really spacey sunlight and stardust you, right? Dreams are the key to even knowing who that is. And Sherry um, in the interview talked a little bit about that too. But if I tell you everything they talked about in the interview that inspired this rant, then you won't go listen to that one. And that would be a shame, it's good stuff. Okay, so that sort of brings me to this next piece or this next quote, which is also one of my favorites. Uh, If you haven't caught on, I have a lot of favorite quotes. It's kind of why I started the podcast. (laughs) So yeah, this. If your dreams don't scare you, they are not big enough. Ellen Johnson Sirleaf. Now, for the sake of context, let me tell you a little bit about Ellen Johnson Sirleaf. Hmm. Where should I start? Well, she was only the president of Liberia for 12 years and the first woman to ever be elected head of state in, the, in an African country. She was also a Nobel Peace Prize winner in 2011, 11, <laughs> as well as an Ibrahim Prize for achievement in leadership, in African leadership. Whew, talk about walking the walk, right? Every bit of that had to be terrifying at some point And in every bit of it, I'm only guessing she had people tell her that it would never be done, right? So yeah, I'm going to say it one more time. Yes, it is the third time in this short podcast, but I, I know that sometimes we have to really let something sink in, right? Sometimes we just have to close our eyes and let the words wash over us. anoint us, (laughs) wash us clean of like the fear and the doubt and the negativity by which we often feel so plagued. Words can be magic and sometimes we just have to hear them a few times to let that magic sink in. So, so yeah, here it is. If your dreams don't scare you, they aren't big enough. Yeah, baby. I love that. Dream. The truth is like dreaming gets a bad rap, right? And another truth is, is that dreaming is not just magical, it's practical. And isn't practical magic the best kind? The everyday magic, right? The small miracles that we see when we look for them. I'm reading this book uh, called The 12-Week Year. Get more done in 12 weeks than others do in 12 months uh, by these two guys named Brian P. Morgan and Michael Lennington. In this book, the authors talk about how creating shorter-term goals can create better and more consistent results because a sense of urgency, um, not the kind of urgency that's used synonymously with stress or an unhealthy pressure, um, but a positive healthy kind of urgency, uh, it's not only established because of the short short span. but it's also maintained because each week is really made to matter since the time span has decreased so significantly. Now, these guys, they seem to me like sort of no-nonsense, pull-your-punches kind of guys, okay? Like, there's no crying in baseball kind of guys, right? (laughs) Yet, okay, as kind of straight-laced as they seem and as practical as they seem, the very first discipline As it relates to effective execution um, in goal setting, right, in their book, the very first discipline is, can you guess? It's vision. Vision, which really is just a fancy, less taboo term for dreaming, right? When you say someone's a dreamer, they're perceived as flighty or erratic. But when you say, that guy, that guy's got vision, everyone's like, oh, they mean business, right? Dreaming, vision, same thing. No matter what you call it, it means the same thing. Dream. See fabulous things in mind's eye because seeing them is the beginning, okay? So one more example, and I loved this when I heard it because it just, it made so much sense to me and I was not expecting to hear it at all. Uh, I don't watch a lot of sports. But once in a while, my husband and I enjoy a good MMA match. Uh, mixed martial arts, right? It's, it's two guys, well, or girls, absolutely. Two women, two men, um, just kind of very skillfully and strategically uh, beating the crap out of each other, right? With all of their hands and feet and wrestling and all that stuff. But anyway, um, I find it exciting. I'm super impressed by the skill level of these people. And uh, and I don't know. Again, I enjoy. It. I just enjoy a good. I mean, those those people are beasts, right? And they work so hard to get to where they are. So for any of you who watch it too, you know that last year there was a huge match: an MMA fighter and an undefeated boxer, McGregor and Mayweather, respectively. It was a pretty big deal. I mean, there was so much hype, and you know, ah, oh, it was just it was a big deal, and it was exciting. Well, during the pre-fight interviews, one of the guys with the mic asked McGregor, did you ever imagine yourself here? And McGregor's response, which this is what I loved because I was not expecting it and because this is higher thinking and, and all that good stuff. And he said, of course I imagine myself here. I wouldn't be here if I had imagined myself here. You have to see it before you can do it. Boom. Boom, right? You have to see it before you can do it. And that is really such a practical answer, isn't it? Like, there's no real magic in the answer in that. If an architect is designing a building, right, they're gonna create something, they have to see it in mind's eye, right? When a chef is experimenting with a new recipe that they've they've seen at first in their mind, they even imagine what it would taste like. They might even imagine what the texture is when it touches the tongue, right? Someone who's, ha- who's reached a weight or a fitness goal had to have had at least once thought about what they wanted or hoped their body might look like or how they would feel to run or walk a certain distance without feeling that like they're gonna fall over dead and tired, right? Or maybe they imagined what it would feel like to be able to play with their kids or their grandkids and keep up with them. Right? I bet money that Ellen Johnson Sirleaf imagined herself at president, as a president. We've got to, because our dreams, they are our spiritual self inside of this earthly vessel trying to reach its full potential, right? Our dreams are the vision of our spiritual self or our higher self trying to reach its full potential. What do you want to do? What do you want to be? Where do you want to go? Who do you want to go with? And is there anything in this world that you are dying to see? Dream it. Think about it. Zone out into that magical world where you have and are everything you want to be. We've got to. We've got to. You see, The people who tell you not to dream, the people who tell you to get your head out of the clouds or the ones that tell you you'll only be disappointed if you try or wow, that seems really big or that what you want to do is a nice idea but won't pay the bills, right? How many of y'all have heard that? I grew up hearing that. I grew up hearing that from people who loved me and thought really highly of me, right? But what it comes down to is that unfortunately, perhaps without even knowing it, those people are just very, very afraid. They are deep in their forgetfulness, deep in the human condition of forgetting how powerful and magical we really are. And again, perhaps without even knowing it, they're projecting those fears, their fears, their doubts, their old stories onto you, right? You see, when we're afraid, we feel validated by the by the fears of others. Does that make sense? And there's something about that whole idea of like misery loves company, right? I feel like fear is much the same way. We feel afraid and so we want subconsciously to make other people feel afraid. Because if they're afraid to try something, then I don't have to be, I don't have to feel bad about feeling afraid too, right? But... The cool thing about that is it's just like when we are with someone who acts out of courage, we are inspired to be courageous too, right? I have this amazing friend, one of my very favorite friends. I'm gonna give a shout out to Miss Danny Plank, Daniela, um, who shows me all the time. And actually, you know what? I'm gonna give a shout out to Mandy too um, because both of these women show me all the time what it is to act in courage As well as to allow themselves to be inspired into courage by the courage of others. They do both, right? So, Danny is an amazing photographer, and Mandy is just starting her own business and both of these women have experienced fear. Um, Danny, (laughs) she's probably going to be so mad at me. I did not ask permission to bring her up in this podcast, but I'm going to do it anyway. So we go to do karaoke, right? And Danny's like, no. And Mandy's the same way, my bridal shower. Both of them are like, no, I am not going to get up. I am not going to sing. I am not going to (laughs) dance. And then other people got up and sang and danced. And And then they got up, right? They were inspired by others. They got up. And then all the singing and the dancing, right? And there was so much fun had by everyone involved. And they made me feel so special because they, for their love of me and for our friendship, they got past that fear of what people would think and past the insecurities. And they got up and did it, right? And then they inspired others to do it because people at the party saw, wow, they didn't wanna do it at all, but they got up and did it anyway, and so other people who weren't gonna do it got up and did it. How powerful is that, right? So shout out to you ladies, I love you to death, Um, and I am super grateful that we're friends. So yeah, like, yes, fear, other people's fear can hold us back, but then it's about surrounding ourselves with people who who are willing to be courageous, right? Because fear, I mean, courage is not about a lack of fear, right, it's about acting in spite of fear. That is what courage is, right? And courage is just as infectious and just as contagious as fear, right? So, okay, and then, and then go do. So, find out, right, what makes you come alive what do you want for yourself what do you see for yourself what comes of your dreaming right spend some time dreaming or if dreaming sounds too fanciful for you then spend some time developing a vision of what you want for your life okay and then go do it I love this. Ah, another reason I love this quote is because it calls upon us to take magical action over and over again in just a few short sentences, right? So figure out what makes you tick, figure out what makes you happy, figure out what makes you want to wake up every day, what makes you want to get out of bed and be alive in this world, what makes you light up, right? What do you want to do more of? What warms your heart and inspires you to be brave, Right. So action number one, figure that out, which, by the way, is a process that is going to be full of other action steps, other action steps, experimentation and juicy living. Right. And then action two ish or 200, depending on your process and how many actions it took to figure out um, what you want and then go do it. Go do it. Because that that is what is gonna save the world. That is your superpower. And just in finding it, you save you. In using it, you save, Who you save the world. Yes. You guys, we are so big. We are so big. And what we can do for this world is so big, right? So take a deep breath and just sit there with like, wow, that means that you are so big. We are so big, we puny little humans, right? And what this life is about, what we are here for, what brought us here um, was I think in essence the curiosity of a spiritual being Wanting to see just how big we could be in this human space. Freaking awesome. (sighs) All right, friends. Here is where we will end this episode of Dear World, Love, Delilah. Thank you so, so much for being here. I will say it today and I will say it every single episode. You are the reason I do this and you are the reason that I get to do this. I am having so much fun here, and I'm really, really grateful to be able to spend this time with you. Seriously, thank you for this, for all the love that you give me between episodes each week, the emails, the Facebook messages, the love that you give me on social media, and the reviews that you leave on iTunes. You guys are rock stars, and I am just super happy that I get to be in the band. So, with that, if you did like this episode, if you feel like it had bits of juicy, yummy goodness that can help someone you know or someone you care about, then I hope you will take a moment to share it on Facebook or on Instagram, and then maybe even take another moment to leave a review on iTunes. All that stuff makes a huge difference in what I'm able to offer you from week to week, and it really only takes seconds, literally seconds, to do this from your phone or tablet right now. So, please just remember sharing is caring. (laughs) Also, if you haven't gotten your hands on my free 15 page ebook that can help you take some really small steps to making some big, awesome changes in your life, then you need to go get that. It is free, it's fun, and it is found at darcylee.com. Plus, I am developing my new fancy online coaching subscription called mini blueprint to being and it's only going to be wait for it six dollars a month let that sink in for a second we're talking about the price of a little caesar's extra most bested pizza with all of its yummy goodness and convenience but without any of the feeling you feel when you've had too much of it and the first month is going to be on me so basically i'm going to be giving you killer tips tricks resources and support as you embark on a personalized journey of self-love personal growth and improving how you feel about who you are and the life you're living and i'm also pretty much buying you a pizza i mean how can it get much better than that with the mini blueprint to being subscription you'll get a ton of treats monthly reflections and goal inspiration you'll get writing prompts mini podcasts videos great information and resources on the topic of the month as well as coupons on cool life, love, and self-care goodies. You'll also get rockstar swag, like a legit personalized care package from yours truly, and discounted access to one of many of my upcoming programs and courses. Yeah, so all of that for only $6 a month after you get the first month on me. And of course, you can cancel anytime you want, but you won't want to because it's going to be epic just saying I promise if you want to know more about it or if you have any specific topics or struggles you would like to see addressed in the subscription you can stay tuned or you can even shoot me an email at hello at darcyle.com. anywho before signing off I want to give a special thanks to my badass executive producer Wayne Rendior, without whom I'd be lost and I want to thank you one more time for being here I truly hope that you got something that you needed and I cannot wait to be here with you again next week. So with that, dear world, I am sending so many hugs and kisses. Love, Delilah.